Tirepower.com.au. Mourn Team Hyundai at Port Adelaide. All your family needs in a vehicle built for tomorrow that's here today. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go! 27 minutes to eight on SENSA Breakfast. We have spent the morning giving you weather updates, traffic updates, electricity updates. Mark Bickley, who the, the, the whole of... 2023 has made a mockery of weather reporters. It's all he's been doing this morning. So what have you got for us now, Bix, as we look outside Studio Lumo here? Um, I'd like to nominate you for the good stuff today. You can get to the good stuff, 13, 27, 27, because you've been wonderful with your live weather updates. Yes, well, I'm just looking at the the Bureau of Meteorology. They have a, um, a radar which has got all the sort of cloud formations. And right now, this front is right over the top of us. So there's a whole range of um, – and it's dark blue, which means there's a fair bit of uh, rain in it. And there's still some rain to come in the next 90 minutes. So the radar sort of moves down and shows what the next 90 minutes yeah. looks like. And in that, there's some some yellow patches, which is really heavy rain. So there's still some heavy rain to come in the next 90 minutes and, uh, yeah, and some more of what we're receiving right now. So been a pretty big morning. I, as I said, I left this morning and my rain gauge had about uh, 12 millimetres in it. And I reckon we've had a fair bit of rain since. So... The forecast was for somewhere between 8 and 20 millimetres. I reckon it's going to be sort of much closer to the 20 than the 8. Before we get into On The Mark, I wanted to play for you Ange Postacoglu after Tottenham lose their third game in a row, this time to Aston Villa, which isn't a bad thing because Aston Villa is sitting in fourth on the Premier League table now. Here's Ange. Yeah, look, I think... Um you know, performance-wise, can't ask any more loads. I thought we played some outstanding football, created enough chances to, to win the game quite comfortably, really. But, um, you know, um, fine margins in the games. But um, disappointed, disappointed for the fans, disappointed for our players. More importantly, because I thought we deserve more from the game. It's not looking good at the moment. Well. You're going to lose games eventually, yeah, I know. ebbs and flows. They're, they're sitting fifth, I think, on the ladder. Yep. So, look, if you had a set at the start of the year, uh, you'd be fifth after this amount of time. Remember, he's taken over. It's his first year. And one of the things we've noticed about Ange is it sometimes it, it does take some time, you know, to for the new coach to set his ways. Now, instantly, it, it seemed to take off um, this time around. But he'll still be fine-tuning and, and talking to the players and just trying to find the ways to get the best out of them. But as you said, fine margins. And, you know, those first five rounds... They were going in and op- opposition teams were missing mm. and, and now it's just sort of flipped around a bit. So it was inevitable that, you know, sort of some of that luck and um, the results that were going his way were going to go against him uh, eventually. But it's really now what happens next. Can they steady? Can they come back? Can they f- sort of find a way to sort of stay in that that top four or five? That would be a phenomenal effort if he finishes, you know, somewhere near where he is at the moment. Currently in the Premier League, uh, Fulham and the Wolves are one all in the 49th minute. All right, Tuesday means this. Look at the dogs on the mark. Spaghetti-like on the mark. Wobbly man stuff on the mark. Every good side has a good captain. Mark Bickley. All right, Mark Bickley, I will lift off some statements for you and I just need you to let us know if it's on or off the mark. Australia lost to India's reserve side, essentially, with some of the boys now about to head home early in the T20. Mm -hmm. We're having a look at some of the highlights on the screen in Studio Lumo today. Here's a two-part on the mark. Travis Head should be one of these players coming home. He needs a rest. 
No, off the mark. I can understand if he's played a whole heap of cricket, but remembering he only played the back half of the World Cup because he was recovering from a broken hand. What what he's recovering from is self-inflicted celebration. So, um, I, I, look, how long can you be hung over for? Surely you go hard for three or four days. Maybe it takes a couple of days to get over that. You should think he would be well and true, truly over that. And remember, he, he is a professional athlete who's contracted to – uh, Cricket Australia for probably north of a million dollars. There is a level of professionalism that needs to sort of happen as well. Now, cele- <laughs> that's a it's a strange thing to say though because I think it's worth celebrating. But he didn't play in the first two matches, and I'm not sure if that was due to selection or he needed a rest. He was a bit puffed. But professional athlete means you probably prepare yourself in the best way possible, right? Which leads me to part two of on the mark. Well, can I just say, let's just for a second say how stupid. The programming is to program matches four days after the World Cup. Now, the World part Cup, two is this series is a waste of time abso- and poorly programmed. Absolutely, because Travis Head absolutely should celebrate, and his teammates should celebrate because of just it's it's one of the crowning glories in in a career when you win a, a World Cup. So many um, don't do it, and, and and so to have something programmed. Four days after, it just cheapens the whole thing. It just, yeah, it's crazy. Nestori Irinkunda sporting a headband on the weekend is a definite sign of someone who now has the eyes of the world on him. <laughs> um, I'm going to say off the mark. Uh, really, are they related? It's talk- quite interesting that... Um, has it got any sponsorship on it? Yep, or it, did. it did. Nike sponsorship all over it. Okay. So well, there, having a look there, there at... There you go. <laughs> having a look yesterday. Uh, funnily enough, Bayern Munich is sponsored by Adidas. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, UCAN, uh, Adelaide United's apparel sponsor, and then wearing the Nike headband, which isn't subtle. It had about a thousand Nike Dicks. words all over it. Mm. So, so, uh, how do, so how does that happen? Because in the AFL, for example, yeah. you're not allowed to wear any branded headbands, headgear. All that stuff has to be, even the color of it, you have to get special permission. It's I don't know. Mm. It's an interesting one. Because um, it's, it's a form of ambush marketing, isn't it, really? Uh, correct. This is why... Um, Lamello Ball for the Charlotte Hornets had to remove a tattoo from his neck or have it covered because it was uh, an indicator of a business he was part of. So that was See, that's that's going off that's going the full nine yards for the, for your business, isn't it? Well, it creates a can of worms there. This is why I thought if Steph Curry opened a curry business, would they tell him to take off his own name <laughs> off his body? I'm not sure. Um, Adelaide losing going out in straight sets is more disappointing than Port Adelaide going out in straight sets. Well. That's off the mark because you're factually incorrect. Adelaide didn't go out in straight sets. They won against Sydney in the second oh, week of the finals. Okay. Well, so, you know what I mean, though. No, I don't. <laughs> no, no, you're right. Adelaide disappointed not to make the grand final. You finish top, yes. you lose one game for the year, then you lose two of your last three games, which were final. So desperately disappointing, but also desperately unlucky. Like two finals decided by one point and two points. It, it, Literally can go either way, but in the end, they would be disappointed because they had enough of the play and they've got enough good players to play in a grand final. And and once you get to the grand final right now, the top four teams were so even, Mm. it is literally a toss of the coin. And so they would have been confident had they got there, they would have been a huge chance, but they're not there. So they don't have to worry. Don't take any notice of all the early season, pre-season noise. Everyone, of course, is back in tip-top shape, ready to go.
that is on the mark. If I could be on the mark with sort of double strength, I would I would sort of play the joker on that as well because you're right. The, these guys are all professional. There's so many young players. Looked at Adelaide yesterday. Uh, they've got so much depth now. Like just about every player on the list has either played AFL, you know, you know bar the, the new recruits, or uh, is very close. And, and there's not, you know, the, the way that, you know, you think about Adelaide, their their list, they had to actually delist a couple of guys and redraft them. That's how um, sort of comfortable they are with the list of players they've got. Port Adelaide are the same. They've been amassing a really strong list. They brought in ready-made players as well as a couple of recruits as well. So, um, you know, most clubs right now feel like they're in really good shape. The Strikers WBBL side are hosting the WBBL Grand Final. 30,000 is the benchmark. Off the mark. Okay. They're not going to get 30,000. I think they, I'm thinking 10. Anyone who fertilized their lawn last night in preparation for the storm today is nothing but a genius. <clears throat> On the mark. Once again, if I could play my joker and get double strength, I would have said that as well. Okay. Uh, now the no, no prizes for guessing if anyone's just tuned in who fertilised their lawn last night. Text coming in, their story didn't have the headband on in the second half, so maybe a conversation <laughs> had at halftime <laughs> by um, by the uh, um, not the match United, commissioner. By, yeah, the match commissioner. Just finally, the netball Australia debacle needs to be sorted immediately, as it's becoming embarrassing now. You saw well, what happened over the weekend with the Netball Australia Awards. The Diamonds were threatened with legal action if they didn't attend. Well, not to mention, I had, you know, like we have our pull up the socks, pull up your socks section. Liz Ellis, who the, the, the award is named after, the player of the year, she got a late invitation and because she'd already had another event planned because she didn't have enough notice, yeah. her invitation came, uh, it was only three weeks beforehand. I would think... If you have a guest of honour for something and the medal is named after that, that guest of honour gets a, a save the date six months in advance. So they have to be there. And in the end, she gets it three weeks prior. She's got a, another engagement on. And so she can't be there. So someone else has to present her medal. That's just, that's laughable. Good edition of On The Mark there, Mark Bickley. Okay, the moment has come. Right after this, we are getting into the first six clubs alphabetically and the songs that will define their 2024 season. If you have any nominations before we get into it, 0427 154 166.